And now for the podcast that thinks The Last of Us seems very familiar. Not all podcasts wear capes. So, Ariani, is that because it's a knockoff of The Mandalorian or because you just played the video game? Which one? So, ladies and gentlemen, in the in our text chat, uh, Spade like scripted this out. So, what is so? So, what are your lines? So, what were we? What, were, what are my lines? Well, my yeah, let's go through them. Let's go through them. Ariani, what are you supposed to say now? What? Oh, because it's like the. Are you paying attention? No. Because it's it. You're not paying attention. Right, because, um, because it's like the Mandalorian. Yeah. But then I, then, then, then you're supposed to say, but the video game came first. Right. And T says, and then says, I'm supposed to say no. And then I say no. It all started with Lone Wolf and Cub. And that's, scene that was our that was. <laughs> that's the first time we ever wrote anything for the podcast. Like legit, we couldn't even follow it. <laughs> right, right. No, it's fine. Uh, we were we were never gonna no, follow. No, no, we were never. No, gonna but like it. it is true. But you know I, why? You know why the most of it is familiar. It's not even just necessarily because of the story. The story is what it's gonna be. But it's because they cast Pedro Pascal. And I was like, right. Wow, you guys are really just like just copy paste. Okay, you know, just bring Pedro in um as the tough cowboy loner guy um but he's very good at it i'm not gonna lie he's 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 great he's great yeah i mean he he's he's awesome just just all around awesome actor but it's funny because you have this show right you have the mandalorian and then there was another movie called uh prospect where he's like on a planet and he's taking care of a little kid who's I think he killed like her father or something and he's basically like prospecting for like gems and things like that and he's taking care of this kid. It's actually a pretty good movie. He's very paternal and he doesn't have kids his himself. Um I I think that uh that he's like the perfect age and has the perfect demeanor to do this rough cowboy uh um uh rugged individualist out in the uh in the will the wilds uh going through he he plays my age in the last of us at the current timeline but he plays 10 years younger than himself because he's he's what 20 years younger no how old is he? well he's i think he's 51 in the show but the time jump is 20 years because remember the outbreak was in right 2003. right so he's at th- like 31 but i think he's 41 right he's 45 what in real life like, like in real life he's half yeah uh, well, oh so he's closer to my age than yours right pedro right, pascal right, right, yeah. born 1975 he's 47 oh all right I mean, so he's right I'm between only a little bit I. younger than a little bit older than him only a little bit a little bit yeah pedro pascal is 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 awesome he's at the top of his game i i like him as an individual everything i i hear about him and the stuff that comes out of him you know he um you guys have heard the rumor right what's that the rumor about pedro (laughs) we don't talk about pedro (laughs) ariani's about to go ahead what's the rumor the rumor is supposedly that he's gay that wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. I mean. But. And why does that even matter? It doesn't Ariane? matter. Seriously, but, like, but you know oh, what? Consider gosh. It, you know. Relax. We, we, you know, we brought you on this podcast to, to up the diversity and you're like, what is, jeez. Are you done? <laughs> <laughs> I kind of want to keep on going. I kind of want to keep on no, going. But, you know, but if. No, but I like. If I, the rumor is true. Then him playing like these cowboy tough guy characters is kind of even cooler in a sense because he's just as representative of like this macho masculinity type. And it's just like he's played by a allegedly queer actor. So much of not only a lot of the subtexts of films with uber macho dudes had all kinds of queer subtext over the years and you know it's it, none of it's surprising or you know and but but beyond that i mean 
you know, it was Pedro Pascal who was like on the set of Mandalorian. Um, what's what's with, with what's her name from Haywire? Gina Carano. Yeah, he was. He sat down with her and goes, "Listen, th- this is why they say Black Lives Matter." He's trying to explain it to her, you know. Well, he's trying to explain the pronoun, the pronoun things to her. Right. And Pedro, Pedro's sister, he has a trans sister, so stuff like this is personal to him. You know, if, if even if he's not, even if he's not gay himself, he has a trans sister, so he's he definitely has a sensitive streak which I think works very well for the characters he portrays. Yeah, I mean, it, especially in a show like this, too. You know, who knows? You never know how people are. You know what I mean? Like, if they're you know, good people or bad people, whatever whatever they're, you know. Uh, but, like, it's like everything I've seen from him, he seems like a straight, uh, a stand-up guy to me. He's just like, he's just, you know, speaks from the heart and he's genuine um, and that's just the vibe I get off him. You know, I've never met him. I don't know. I think you can tell a lot by how respected he is. He's a let. He's a Latino man. He's Chilean, and when he got cast as Joel, I didn't hear almost anything from like you know. There's always like people who will rabble rouse and say, "Oh, they should have cast this guy, this white guy, this person." You know, they should have cast somebody from Texas. They should have cast you know. I, I've I heard um Jensen Ackles was like a a popular fan cast for a while because he's a white guy from Texas, but they cast Pedro and he's just this Hispanic guy, but because he's so well-liked. Anyway, Spade, what were you going to (laughs) say? No, I was just going to say like... We should talk about The Last of Us. We should start talking about The Last of Us (laughs) 10 minutes in. Uh, when, When I heard Pedro was cast, I'm like, that's interesting casting because like to me, the character, I know T's never played the game, but he looks like Nathan Fillion. So in my mind, I always kind of pictured like a Nathan Fillion as Joel. Wait, wait. <laughs> you know what's funny about that is that Uncharted is also a Naughty Dog. Yep. Production. Also looks just like Nathan Fillion. It looks yeah. just like Nathan Fillion. <laughs> I'm sorry. I have a question. I have a question. You said Naughty Dog. What does that mean, a Naughty Dog? Naughty Dog is the studio that does The Last of Us games, and they do the Uncharted games. Oh, uh, uh, okay. Right. Uh, okay. So Uncharted, obviously, that's the movie. I thought it was going to be something else. I, no, yeah. no, no, no. That, that's the name of the video game company. Like, uh, uh, okay. It's like Nintendo yeah. or, or right. you know. I thought it was going to be like one of those The Boys conversations that we were going to have to have again. No, 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 no. No, this is straight up legit. We're, we're good. But yeah, to Ariani's point, so... Uncharted, the main character, does look like Nathan Fillion, who Tom Holland played in the movie. Nathan Fillion did a fan film, an Uncharted fan film. Like a commercial or something, I think, right? I think it was. Not, not even a commercial. I think like it was like a short film, and he played Nathan Drake. Oh, okay. But did any of us see, did any of us see that uh, Uncharted, uh, Uncharted I, I movie? I did. Yeah, it's on Netflix now. You can check it out. It's all right. It's, you know. It's all right. It's, I heard it. I heard, I didn't hear good things about it. It's it's one of those things. Like I put it on. I was doing stuff on my laptop. I'm like, oh, this is kind of fun. That's from the game. Uh, all right, it's over. Okay, good. It's over. Good. That's not. This is not. That's not a ringing endorsement, right there, Spade. No, the, no. The experience on this show is very different. One, just because the casting is so much better. We got a Game of Thrones reunion with Pedro and Bella Ramsey. Um, she was one of the Martells, I think, in, in Game of Thrones. No, she it? was Lady Mormont. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. She was Lady Mormont. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, sorry. She, oh, no. She, no, she was Pedro the one who was, took out one Pedro was a Martell. He was Oberyn, right? Right. Yep. Yeah, yeah. He was a Martell. Okay, okay. Right. So that's why it was confusing. But no, it is a Game of Thrones reunion. Yeah, Lady Mormont, she was, that was a really small role in the book, and it was only supposed to be a one-shot thing they were going to hire her for the day just to shoot that one scene and she nailed it in the thing she nailed it and so they wrote more for her um the 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 um the the creative team behind behind the television show wrote more for her so that they could get her in there as much as what as much as they can and they gave her like a super big action scene in the la- the climax of the whole thing you know and she was awesome she was absolutely awesome yeah, I mean, she's definitely the highlights of the second half of the the series for sure. She's a she's a right. good little actress, and she is she is very much the uh, 
the emotional core of what this show is going to be. L- little? Little? Don't minimize her like that. Come on. she's. <laughs> it, it, there's no little actors. There's only... There, there's no little... Well, hold on. There's no small that. actors. There's only small parts, but <laughs> that, that's not the way it goes, right? right? right. No, there's goes. No, I'm, uh, I'm mixing my... I'm getting, messing up my metaphors. You did tell us you were tired today. Are you trying to do like the uh, Norma Desmond where it's just like... I didn't get small. The pictures did or something. I don't know. Anyway... Spade, she's trying to make some like obscure 1940s movie. It's not obscure, Sunset Boulevard. It went over my head that I really didn't care about, but I just let her have her day. It's not obscure. It's one of the most famous movies ever made. Norma Desmond, wasn't that the, uh, wasn't that those landlords in Three's Company? No. (laughs) Three's Company, I'm dating myself. That's that's an obscure reference. Yeah, you totally are. (laughs) Anyway. What were we saying? We we've gone off we've gone off track as always. Jesus Christ! Uh, we're trying to talk about The Last of Us, but we haven't yet. So let's talk about zombie movies. Let's talk about zombie movies because there's a lot of people going, ah, oh, zombie movies are played out, whatever. But any everything's played out. Everything's been done before, right? And it's about quality. And I think when Ariana, you're saying, what's the difference here? What the difference here is that HBO still has in 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 people making decisions making decisions based on wanting to create a commitment to making things of quality i don't know why i don't know who's making those decisions i don't know the corporate structure i have nothing i don't know anything about it but this zombie thing having not played the game once only the only the only knowledge i know of the, the game is that it exists right Right, that it exists and the trailers looked interesting. Um, uh, uh, somebody played me a little bit of like gameplay once. I don't know if it was you, Spade, or something like that. I don't remember. I know I had sent you guys like some comparison videos that they've been doing um, where it's been like... They've been doing like side-by-side. S- like shot for shot, yeah, of the game versus what they put on screen and stuff. And it's pretty, pretty close. So, and zombies, and we'll talk about it later, how I, you know, use a lot of the word zombies lightly with this um is that um i haven't been scared of zombies in a long time until they went to that the 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 rip off boston independence hall and not the philadelphia one that was it was a really good scene like i was i mean i don't get afraid during movies it's like i don't get that deep into no but there was definitely tension it was the tension. There was a lot of tension. There was a lot of tension. And I was on the edge of my seat. I was was on the edge of my seat a lot of these things. And how many times have we seen a scene like that in The Walking, Walking Dead, Dead or this right. or that? And it's like, bam, bam, bam. You know what I mean? And I'm thinking like, this is, this is not zombie land, right? It feels like danger. The zombies are dangerous. They're like great fast zombies, right? Um, but... Uh, I think it's it's about quality. It's about um, really good acting, like Ariani was saying, and it's this overall commitment. I think in all things, and one of the things that drives me crazy about zombie films is that you know they sh- it's like civilization has collapsed, everything has gone to hell, all the thing, and then they're walking down the empty streets and something, and all all the lawns are mowed. Every <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the lawns, right. and then you go to this, and finally they're like, "Listen, we're not going to have any mowed lawns. If you're out in the thing, it has to be overgrown. You know, even if they have to do it like a little bit of CGI, they're not putting in. There's no mowed lawns oh, no. in this. It's in really this. like a no, not devastating at all. type of thing. And this cold open, we've only watched the first two episodes at the time of recording. Well, there's only two out right now. There's only two out right now. Right, but they with two awesome cold yeah. opens. The two, almost like up there with the best parts of the episode. They're very good, I and mean, they're not from the game at all. Like those are not; those are those. That's backstory that hasn't been given to anybody before ever. Right. Um. So this is all brand new information. That short, like film, in the beginning of the episode two, oh, was 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 awesome. Uh, where was it set? Oh in, my god, in D- Indonesia. Indonesia, right? Yeah, oh my Jakarta. gosh! And like we we had a full arc with this woman. 
what a rich that the scientist uh, woman. I got I, you know I don't look up her. I don't have IMDb open in front of me. Um, she starts off there in the cafe and she's there and who's this? And like even just how she says stuff in the car, she goes, "Have I committed a crime?" Right? You know, people in the United States wouldn't say that. What What do you think I did? Right. What are you charging me on? No. She asked, have I committed a crime? Because, and what does that do, at least for me, if maybe it's a cultural difference that I'm not in tune with, but it's like a certain respect for authority going, listen, is there something that I didn't do? And it's this kind of different, a different kind of relationship. And then she goes in and like that scene where the military people are walking and she's trying to catch up. I mean, that is a moment that in something like a thousand American movies would just be like, dun, 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 dun. it's like, it's, it's going to be intense. And they don't take this like, this is serious. They're going into the serious, the, the deep thing with all the guards. You have, this is really intense. No, it's, they say, no, it's about character. She can't keep up. She's a little bit older. She's having issues with her legs. Whoever's writing this has issues with their knees, by the way. <laughs> we'll, we'll fact check that. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> Um, you could say it's coming out all the time. We'll message Neil Druckmann and be like, hey, are your knees okay? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do you heard him with that goes 10 floors with the our knees? You know what I mean? <laughs> These people are in their 50s where their 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 legs are starting to begin to start feeling the oldness, right? Um, but, and then it's about her. They take that hallway scene that's usually just a throwaway scene, like let's get it in the box. They make it about character. Well, the director of the game is the one who directed this last episode. Right. And I th- I think this might be his first time directing a TV show. And like, it's, it's very different, obviously, from directing a game. But I think the thing that people love the most about the game itself is that it is very cinematic and extremely immersive. Yeah, I, I agree on 100%. I mean, the best part about this game is the story. The zombie, like, like any good zombie story the zombies are secondary right the zombies are second or third really it's always the people and the problems that you're facing right while you're out running zombies right and in this case right. that's 100 percent true and you, you could tell what, what's going to happen here right obviously uh joel loses his daughter in the beginning of the the first episode another that was another 25 minute mini movie in itself basically like the prologue yeah. to the the right. whole you know whole what i mean to the, the whole daughter. series the daughter going to get the watch fits, then we see the outbreak day from like her perspective. None of that is in the game, right? So we kind of get we we get to know who she is a little bit more. Is she in the game? Yeah, that that's that's li- like I think you play as her in the beginning. Okay, like running around. If I remember, you play right? as her at, in the beginning, but when the when the game starts, it's the scene where she wakes up and she gives him the watch as a gift. That's how the game starts. But you don't see any of the parts where she goes to school. You don't see anything where she goes to get the watch fixed. And you see everybody freaking out about an outbreak happening. You don't see the cop cars going by everywhere. You don't see none of that with the neighbor, with the old lady next door. That scene freaked me out. That is the scene where I was just like, oh, they are really not playing games here. So having us spend the day with the daughter makes the death even worse because like me and spade knew it was coming but it still was just like oh man they're really they're really like selling it here well i mean i knew it was coming because well she's not in any of the promos right and you kind of she's not a star of the show there's a there's <laughs> there's some there's somebody else playing that but uh, like play, if you go you, into yeah, it and, and you know, not the... know anything like completely blind not knowing any promotion right. you kind of you're you're right, not right, prepared right. for that and the, right. a- the actress right. is Tin Tin D. Way Newton's daughter, and I can't remember the girl's name right it's now. A, was it pandering nepotism, Ariani? Is that what it is? When you um, when you cast a celebrity's daughter in a that's, role, that's that's she's a, she, oh, are you accusing her of being a nepotism baby, I'm Ariani? Not accusing Damn, anybody of anything. That's cold blooded. No, she did a good she did job. Do a good job. She looks just like her mom. No, she was great. Yeah, I didn't realize it was her until some I heard on a podcast, and I'm like, oh yeah, that does look exactly like her. Nico Parker is her name. Um, and she, she was great. She was very, very good. Um, and more diverse casting. Cause obviously the daughter in, in the game does not look like, like her. Um, Tommy, the guy playing Tommy, 
they basically made Joel Mexican. I think. Ga- Gabriel like Luna, Ghost Rider, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I, I'm really excited by the show. Um, oh, I didn't recognize him. Yeah, he's Ghost Rider from. He looks um, like he bulked you know, up. Shield. Agents of Shield. Yeah. Ghost Rider and Shield. He was a little more svelte. Right. I, it looks like you. He... Like he's a little aged up a little bit, and I, I like the the little detail on his truck, right? Combat veteran and stuff like that, so you know he's got some military background and things like that. It's it's the little things that uh that they're seeding along the way that. Because in the game, you find out. You find out he's a sniper in the game. Right. Because somebody asked me today, they're like, "Hey, is is this a show that I can watch like while I'm kind of doing other stuff?" And I'm like, "Not really." For for two reasons, one, it's just really good, and two, it it deserves your full attention. Like you should be paying attention to what you're watching, and if you catch the little things, you'll be rewarded. Like I I was reading an article today just to refresh my my memory about like the first episode, and I didn't even pick up on this um when I was watching the show. I guess it just never crossed my mind because I'm so like used to the game, and they just don't really explain the outbreak too much. But people were putting together that the original infection came through the flower that the flower was contaminated that people were eating. Right. I, I figured that out already. Yeah. You figured that. Okay. Yeah. Because she wanted to bake, uh, the neighbor was baking cookies, right? So they were eating cookies. She didn't have any. Um, they mentioned Joel going for it for his cake and he never went and got his cake and stuff like that. And there was like a third thing too, that was thrown in there somewhere. He, he said that he was on the Atkins diet. Oh, right, right, right. Right, exactly, exactly. Which was like very big in the early two thousands, but you know you're avoiding carbs at that point, you know. Yeah, which, which makes sense. I mean, th- this game it's ten years old at this point. It came out in June of two thousand thirteen for the PlayStation Three. The people in Indonesia, the breakout was at a at a flower factory, at a bread right. factory, or something like right. that. Right, right. What was it? Yeah, right. right. And, yeah, yeah. Ex- exactly. Right. Processing flower plant, a plant that processes flour, right? right. Well, I th- I think the thing that that creeped me out the most is that listening to they do a companion podcast with the show, and one of the things mm-hmm. that freaked me out is that they said that technically this kind of virus or this kind of outbreak could be possible just because of the nature of of the cordyceps um, mushroom, which is what the the virus or whatever it is it's called um so they're like we it's they're not saying that like this is exactly what could happen but they're like it's not outside of the realm of possibility well i guess it's hypothetical hypothetical theory right yeah right it's like it's a it's it's fiction based with science slathered over it right you know um um, yes, could people get sick, and like, could there be like an epidemic based on a fungal infection? Yeah, you know, obviously that's right, and, and, and it's called Jokic. <laughs> um, that's a fungus, right? J- jock itch, yes, but you you said you said it with an accent. Athlete's foot is a fungus. This is these are jock itch zombies. Yeah, but they they, they caught the jock itch in their face. See. Ew. <laughs> And it is true. It is true that there's some kind of fungus that kind of works in the nervous system of 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 ants, and then they kind of. Do you like want to bring up what you brought around. out in our text chat, T? Even though I said I was Which gonna, what, what? I was gonna be like, I'm gonna save it for later on the podcast, and you immediately go, Why didn't they this happen? And I'm like, Because of this. And you're like, Oh. Oh, the spores, right? T was talking about the yeah. spores. All right, all right, all right, all right. So this, okay. So <laughs> let's just go in. I haven't played the video game. Uh, and this is not spoilers because it's just me sheer speculation from watching. It's the definitely film, not a right? spoiler. We can we can clear that. Yeah. Okay. So this is my this is my take on everything. Who knows? They're not bound to the to the script. Supposedly though, now because all these episodes have been released to critics, this sticks to video game story like the most out of any adaptation they've ever done. I still think I still think I'm right. Um. So Lady Mormont, what's the what's the character's name? Ellie. Ellie. So Ellie, that's probably like a number. Um, what? So Ellie, like eleven, uh, um, like eleven and, in Stranger Things, right? Like eleven, like right, right. She looks like eleven. She comes right, and it, well, she she she's not immune, but it doesn't affect her like everybody else, right? She gets infected and doesn't. She doesn't turn into a zombie, right? No, she gets bitten. She doesn't get infected. She is immune. 
but she has that stuff in her blood. You see it. You see the like strands. It's just affecting her differently. Right? So the very first thing they're going is what her first introduction is, who are you? Say your name. And they make a saying over and over again. And they're testing if she is like a thing, right? And then we find out at, just from watching the thing that the zombies are blind. They can only hear. Right. Right. They can only hear. Right. So, okay. So then, you know, Joel's out there with Ellie and they're like, oh, you know, you've, it looks different. This looks different in the daytime, doesn't it? To her. And she doesn't, she kind of looks at him weird. And doesn't do that. And then they're on the roof and she goes, oh, this view is amazing. Right? Right after they're talking about how the zombies are, are, are blind. And then there's the hive mind. Now, I don't know. There's something. I know you guys were talking about it on the podcast. How there's like ley lines or whatever, like roots under the ground that allow them to do um, hive mind communication. But it is a hive mind. And a hive mind means that there's, uh, you know, a greater intelligence at work, right? Um, you know, however that would kind of come and go, right? So my theory is that Ellie is, you know how they scientists say, a human being is only an Adam's way of looking at itself. That Ellie is, after 20 years, the, 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 the fungus, um, which should be spores, but you guys will talk about that. Um, is um, that should be spores? Is uh, is trying to gain consciousness and trying to see the world, right? And kind of having those moments where it wants to really see something, and it's basking in some kind of sense of wonder through Ellie looking at the the, the world. And rent. I think the only issue with that possibly is that Ellie's only fourteen, so she's born during all of this and from my understanding right. her the actress that does her in the game is going to be playing her mom in a future episode like that that showed up in in one of the trailers so i think we're going to get a cold open where we see ellie being born he maybe i don't know i mean that would be a spoiler i don't i i mean in the game she doesn't have any parents she's just an orphan well that's just me speculating cuz like i like in one of the trailers we see like that, that actress, the actress that plays Ellie in the games, Ashley Johnson, she's holding like a baby. And I'm like, okay, so she must be playing Ellie's mom. And I'm, that's, that was just me connecting the dots. So if, if I'm spoiling something, sorry, but I think we're going to get maybe a cold open seeing, um, well, I mean, it would Ellie have to being be born. Right. That's, that's my assumption. I know we're getting other stuff from, did you play the DLC game, Spade? I did, yeah. So, I mean, the problem with this stuff is, f for me, it's over 10 years ago. Downloadable content. Very good, T. Well, well, well the thing, I, I've played it very recently. I played both games back-to-back -back last year. Did you play the DLC or no? I did play the DLC, yeah. I'm down with DLC. You know me. Yeah, you know me. Yeah. <laughs> so, a lot of the stuff is, is, is more recent to me, um, in a way. But I, the reason why we brought up the spores is because the um, the creator, Craig Mazin and Neil Druckmann, they decided to do away with the spores, which are right. pretty significant in the game because they didn't want to have the actors wearing masks all the time. In the game, if you're going to go into an area that has spores, they put on masks, they go through it, they fight the things, they come out, they take off the, the mask. It would have been badass though if Pedro Pascal put on a Mandalorian helmet. That there's that's pe pandering nepotism. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> Ariane, do you know what it even means? Do you know what that I even guess means? not. Anyway, I'm sorry. This is inside jokes. I apologize, um, everybody, for all, to all our listeners. This is uh... it's inside baseball. But um, no, they did away with that, and I like that they did because one, we get to see the actors' faces. And also, spores do not work in video games the way they do in real life. If there were spores everywhere, everyone would be infected. Everyone would be a mushroom zombie. Um, right. So it wouldn't it wouldn't work in in a in a reality sense. And um, and these so games what... they're they're pretty massive. They they 
they sprawl the, the whole United States. Basically, you're you're on a road trip. That that's basically yeah. what it is. Exactly what they're doing on the show. It, it like it like starts in Boston and goes to what Seattle. I I want to say yeah, Washington. I think yeah. Yeah, because the second game starts in Seattle. I think or takes place in Seattle. Right. I have no idea. I don't remember. So I don't want to because like I hear you guys talking and I'm like. All right, so I I, I want to ask questions because I want to be surprised. Yeah, I mean we're we're yeah. trying to tread lightly here. I mean these are not major spoilers. The you know, the, and it, it's hard. Like I said, for me because like I played this game ten years ago, I remember like the major story beats, but I don't always remember what happened. Like I remember Tess dying, but I don't remember exactly what happened. And then the show actually changed it in the in the game. She gets shot by like some cops right after she gets bitten, right. But here in the in the show, it's actually the, the infected that come and get her. Which I I like that change better. I thought that that was better. Uh, I don't know that she needed to make out with them. That was a little weird and, and disturbing. That was freaky. <laughs> <laughs> Body horror. Yeah. Body horror. Ba- basically, that change of the um the stuff growing out of their mouth is terrifying that is completely new and that freaked me out when we saw the neighbor the old lady neighbor with that stuff growing out of her mouth i was like oh. yeah well you had that right you had the the woman in the cold open when she was going in the 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 lady's mouth that was on a table right and yeah, she, she pulled, pulled the thing out, out. And you no, see the tentacles no, like and flapping she, no and, and when she cut her and she, she cut her bite she cut her bite and you can see the 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 right the fungus in her skin it's so oh god even the, yeah. the, what pro- happened? What? the prosthetics on the clickers are crazy. Um, T, 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 yes, Ariane, to answer your question, 100% agree. Uh, T, when when the woman uh, went in to examine the body that was on the table, the cop tells her her lower left leg, and she goes and she cuts where like it's a little swollen and it looks like a teeth marks, and when the skin opens up, you could see like the, the infection inside. That's what Ariane was talking about, yeah. Oh, I thought she was saying like, did was the was the doctor infected? No, that I no, the dead body, the uh, fungus was inside of her skin. I misunderstood. No, no, no. Misunderstood. And then, and then yeah, yeah. talking about the clickers, the prosthetics on 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 them are super crazy. And the the, the sounds that they make, I always thought that was one of the creepiest sounds like ever. The uh, little so so they're not called zombies; they're called clickers. Those are clickers, called clickers. Yeah. There's, there's different kinds because you're gonna see other ones. There are there are other zombies that don't have that problem where like they can't see there are some zombies where they definitely can't see well they're but they're not like zombies they're 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 hive mind drones right i guess now i don't know i mean drones in the show maybe that that might be the direction that they're going but i don't i don't see how a hive mind fits into this story i don't know if there's a hive necessarily like that's the thing because a hive mind suggests we saw it they were all crawling around on each other at the the train station well through the through the grass right it's not like a destroy the mothership type thing you know what i mean t t t thinks it's ellie though so i don't know if that's that's what they're going no 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 i i I think that ellie is a manifestation of the hive mind hive mind so you think she you know you think she'll be able to control an emergent property she would control the zombies eventually no i wasn't thinking like that no I mean, maybe who I don't. Know. You think she was born through midichlorians, through her mother, through the hive mind of the fungus. Right, exactly. Yeah, that midichlorians are a fungal infection. Did you know that? Sounds like it. Anyway, we don't know what what we don't know what they're the, how they're gonna work this change. But from what I've seen so far, I'm going with it because it's really cool and really scary and really interesting. Um. Did you guys see Chernobyl? I did, yeah. No. That was Craig Mazin's last series that he did on HBO, and that series... Right, that that series is why they gave him this show. A lot of the talent from Chernobyl was on Andor, right? That too, yeah. A lot of, but, but like behind the scenes, like not act, not just actors. Yeah, and there, there's people that worked on Chernobyl in this too. I know that the guy who designed the clickers was the one who did... A lot of the special effects on Chernobyl, or prosthetics, I should say, on Chernobyl. With the radiation and stuff like that. So the guy right. is good at making stuff right. look scary. He's good at body horror, essentially. But yeah, T, what do you think is going to happen? It's the journey and the friends we made along the way, not the destination. You know, you get to where you're going and it's going to not be what you expected. It'll be something else. 
Um, now, here's a question. And I don't know if I'm supposed to know this. Now, what's the the buddy's name from the from the early aughts? The buddy, his brother. You mean his brother, Tommy? That's his brother, Tommy. Tommy. Yeah. And he, now, yeah, it's his brother. Yeah. That's the same guy in the truck, and okay, and that's who he wants to. That's go who get. he's trying to go find. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right, yeah. I was. I was. I, I assumed that, but you know, I don't remember names. Well, and so. that's that's also like a kind of change from the game as well. Because I think in the game, they're trying to get, like, guns. They're trying to get weapons. Because that's what they do. They smuggle weapons and stuff like that. Zombie apocalypse. Yeah. Right. Like, you know. Yeah. They're, they're smuggling weapons. And so they're just like, if you bring Ellie to this place, we'll give you some guns. You can bring them back. Great. Awesome. Um, but they kind of did away with that and made it a more personal thing where Joel is trying to get to his brother. Because I don't remember in the game how they find each other again i remember some stuff but i don't want to say it because it could be potential spoilers don't say it um yeah and i I don't want to ruin it for anybody um because i think this is something that is you're going to be rewarded when you actually get to the end and and the like t said the journey along the way and uh the people that you meet right i mean there's some interesting characters coming up nick offerman's in the show right he plays billy you've seen him in the previews uh, they're going to like his farm next week. That that should be interesting when they get there. That part of the game messed me up <laughs> so bad <laughs> with the traps and everything. This game, the first one's really good. The story of the second one, I think, is even better. And if they stick to their guns and they they're able to make the entire series as a show, it's gonna be. Um, it's going to be on the the level of, of the best of Game of Thrones, I think. Yeah, no, it's it's a very good game, but of course the second game is also very controversial, which we probably won't get into unless they make it. Do you think? Do you think it's an the first game is enough for one season? Well, the the, the first season is the entire first game. Oh, okay. You already know that. Yeah, yeah. That that's already been put out there. I, th- I think they said that that they were. Tra- I mean, it, which is smart, right? Because if they don't renew it, at least you'll get a complete story. This, this is it's gonna, gonna this is gonna be renewed. It's gonna get renewed. Just the, just 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 based on quality. Just based on quality. Uh, yeah, there, there's no way. It's it's the second biggest show behind Game of Thrones. Really? Yeah. What were the, the got, big numbers? It got the number two highest premiere, and the second episode I think got a forty four percent increase from the first episode. Wow. No drop. And, and the yeah. the amount of sales of the actual video game was like insane. Oh really? The ge- people people buying the game. Yeah, I saw a headline about that today that, that there was, I forget where, but yeah, the numbers spiked like drastically. I bet you a lot of people are going to grind the game so they can find out what happens. Yeah, well, I mean, this is a game that came out for PlayStation 3 10 years ago, right? They just came out with the remaster for PlayStation 5. That's what you played, right? Yeah, they've remade it like three times at this point. And I did the remaster for PS5 um, because it's great. They, they, they put a bunch of like accessibility stuff. So like if you're not very good at video games or if you're just if you're someone that needs like help like beating stuff, they put in a lot of stuff to make the game like easy or just like stuff that you can do. Because like I can't aim and shoot in any game. Like I'm sorry. Like don't ask me to do that. I'll never do it. I immediately put auto aim. But thank you. <laughs> like, <laughs> like do not ask me to put my joystick. You're here for the story. I don't know where you want me to put your joystick, right, so, so, so I'm just going to so, leave that alone. So, so well, we won't go there. Um, <laughs> so, Anthony, I think the lesson we're learning with this is like um, during a zombie apocalypse and we're, you know. Oh, Ariana's first to go. Trap, you know, yeah. Ariana's yeah. the first one off the back of the pickup <laughs> truck, right? She's just going to slow us down. Absolutely. I lift Absolutely. weights, you know. <laughs> Do you, do you lift them with your legs so you can run faster? <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I think we. Uh, Ariani, have you ever gone camping? Do I look like an outdoor girl to you? Ariani, Ariani goes glamping to you in a hotel. For, for, for zombie apocalypse, man, we gotta cut her loose quick. We'll tell her we'll be right back, so you know it's not an uncomfortable conversation. It's the friends you make along the way. <laughs> <laughs> we just go. We just go. The friends who abandon you. <laughs> Leave her in a Walmart in the top ramen aisle so she'll, you know, she fine. can, she'll survive for a while and then just go. You guys are so cool. 
Anyway, go ahead. Just don't step on any glass, Ariani. No, I was going to say the one thing that's pretty cool is the the character Marlene is the same character, same actress that played her in the video game. Oh, really? Yeah, it's the same actress who did the motion capture. Yeah. Yep. And I think the voice, too. Yeah, she did everything. I guess, you know what? I haven't played a console game with like this in-depth story um in a in a long time there's a couple of things like i i played what was the 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 first bullet time guy you know who was um, oh what was it hitman who was on drugs no it wasn't hitman oh uh, it was max Payne? Else that i think it was max Payne. i remember that yeah. um uh you know i mean i'm a role playing game person you know um so that story matters to me and i always went but you know i don't have the time, you know, I'm not going to be able to, uh, um, I'm not going to be able to play these things until my, my, uh, until your kids are old enough. Uh, uh yeah, my, my oldest is starting to get into those things and then it's just going to be joy. So when it's going to be like, but I'm connecting with my kid. Yeah. Tra- traumatized him with, uh, <laughs> with, with zombie games. <laughs> when he gets to the age where it's appropriate for him to play that it's probably going to be a lot of mario kart before that but i mean i hear it's just amazing amazing things that they're doing with cinematic storytelling in these console games you know it's like for this one this won all the awards and but i don't have 40 hours for it you no, know no, no. no i know but it's Th- just that, it's not that's enough the to problem just adapt yeah something yeah you know you gotta really like kill time for that and what what's what's the time commitment? It's like forty hours, right? It depends. I guess it depends on how good you are. <laughs> For me, it was <laughs> because I heard people complaining there was only twenty hours of uh, gameplay really here. That's a long. That's a long gameplay. No, these games are pretty long. Like, I, I I don't remember how many hours it took me to be quite honest. I'm sure I could probably look and see like what was my time. How many hours it took on auto on auto? Uh... Aim. The first one is fifteen hours. Fifteen hours. Oh, okay. Fifteen hours. Yeah. I think the second game must be about the same then. The the second play one, you like your name was Hasbro. The second one is between twenty and thirty. Damn. Yeah, the second one I remember being really long. Yeah, because it's it's basically two stories happening at the same time, which is what the second game is. Right, from two different perspectives. That's the second game. Right. Yeah. Right. Let's not talk about that because that's major spoilers. No, let's not get into that. That that yeah, that's that's yeah, a whole nother yeah, yeah. that's a whole nother ball of ball of wax. Um, but yeah, I can't I mean, wait. The to, music to... on the show is great. I I like the music. I, think, I oh, um. Is it the same composer as the one as the games? I mean, the music same. sounds like the stuff from the game. I mean, I I wouldn't be surprised if they're using the actual game music. I wasn't paying attention to the to the music. The music it's just like the acoustic good. guitar. What, 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 it's it's very very simple, but it's really really good. And then the game, they do a bunch of cover songs along the way and stuff like that. When uh, they pick up a guitar and start playing, I don't know if they're gonna do any of that on the show, but you know, hey, yeah, uh, it is the same composer. There you go. His name is Gustavo Santo. I mean, I think a lot of people that worked on the game are the ones working on this show. That's cool. I mean, hey, they created this stuff. Is there a part three game coming? Did they... Uh... It hasn't been announced, but I gotta imagine it'll be a trilogy. But who knows if that'll happen. I mean, they're they're leaving money on the table if they're not making it right now. If it's a thing, I imagine it would be announced soon, with, especially with the show, with the peak in everybody's interest, for, for sure. But I, I know... Like Neil Druckmann, the, the creator, he's, he said that he he envisions another story. Um, but we'll we'll see what they do. I mean, anything's possible, right? If the, the, the check's big enough, as long as the cash is, who who cares, right? But he seems more like he he doesn't seem like the kind of guy who does things for money. He seems like the kind of guy who does things because he wants to tell a good, challenging story. Because these both of these stories are are not cut and dry. They're very challenging. Oh yeah, no. This this changed the game. I think in terms of of what a story could be for for video games. There's not many stories that are like this. No, and it's not something that just like it gives you like a thing on a silver platter. And it's just like it like the story is rewarding, but it also it leaves you really empty, which is which is like an interesting feeling because you don't you don't feel that way usually when you 
when you finish a game. You're like, yes, I beat it. And then like you play these games and you're like, what did I just do? <laughs> you kind of you kind of end up questioning yourself. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Am I, yeah. am, am, I am I wrong, Spade? <laughs> no, de- de- definitely not. This yeah. is definitely one of those games that um, more so the second one than than the first one, but uh, the first one too. But yeah, but but that that's also spoiler territory. I mean, I guess for me, since the second one's fresher in my mind, that's probably why I I, I think that. But yeah, there, there's there's some really cool stuff in the first one that, that I remember. And if, if the show pulls it off, it's going to be really, really rewarding. Yeah. And especially because they're, they're leaning into fleshing out the story in a way that uh, I'm I'm honestly surprised by. I hope there are more cold opens. Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm looking forward to they, they started like this. They got to keep on making those happen. To me, it seems like they're going to do one an episode at, at at this rate. I mean, because you don't really get the perspective of what's going on in, in the world around these characters, right? It's just you're following them and whatever they encounter, that's what you see. And I mean, that's how a video game should function, right? You're following a one person story. But here on a TV show, Joel and, and Ellie don't have to be in every single shot. You can see other things happening. Right. So, yeah, I would imagine... You know, why can't we get something this week coming up from like, I don't know, Australia's perspective or something, you know? I think the cold open next week, this is just me speculating. I think we might get the cold open with, um, with, uh, um, what's his name? The guy that we're seeing next week. Is it Nick Offerman? Yeah, Nick Offerman. I think the cold open might, might have to do with him and why he is the way he is. Oh, maybe. Because we meet him in the game, and he's just kind of like this kind of like kooky character, but we don't really know anything about him as a character. And this show seems like committed to fleshing out people a bit more. Right, but the cold opens have been so far, and there's only two, but they, they've been kind of very, very oblique, you know, just kind of something random that you you know that you're not going to probably see those people again. Who knows? You might. But it was pretty definite with the scientists. In the I, she got bombed. Dead. Yeah, abs- right? absolutely. Right. Yeah. I, I think they hammered that home without without a hammer. To be honest with you. <laughs> and what was zombie storytelling left on the table was the World War Z movie with Brad Pitt because I was looking forward to that movie and I actually read World War Z. Nothing like it. There was it was two two things couldn't be different. I think. That World War Z, the book and the movie, were, I think, in my experience on planet Earth, the the the, the most different book change to a movie that ever was. It, it was like a like, good change or a bad change. No bad change. No terrible change because the World War Z, what was really great. Did you read I it? I didn't read no, it. No, no. But I was gonna say it's funny that you bring World War Z up because that was a comparison when they were trying to get this made as a movie years ago. The, the same guys who are making it now tried to get it made years ago, and the studio wanted them to do a World War Z like, basically ripoff, and they were like, "No, we're we're not doing it. that. That is not what this is. We're not doing that." And they stuck to their guns, and like the rights, the movie or the book? No, no, no. The studio that was gonna make The Last of Us as a movie, right? Wanted right. wanted them to do The Last of Us version, or the World War Z version of The Last of Us. And these guys were like, "No, we're not doing that." that World is not War Z, this. the book, or World War Z? World oh no, no, no. Z, like the, the movie, like the World sorry, War like Z, the, movie. the movie, like the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. the movie, the, the okay. So here's the framing of the book. The book, it was you had a historian like forty years after the zombie apocalypse and everything. Society's putting itself back together, right? Right. And he's writing a book and he's doing a micro history, first person accounts of people's experience during the thing. So every chapter is just a different short story of people experiencing the zombie apocalypse from. Oh, so it's not a one person narrative. It's it's like it would be your perspective, my perspective, Ariane. No, so the, it's not in one person. Okay. So so the movie is so it's just literally the world. Forward. The the move like like other than the title, there is absolutely no similarities. So it's just a straightforward kind of one person 
type of perspective in the movie. It's like Army of the Dead with, with like super fast zombies, right? Right, right. Brad Pitt, you know, yeah, right. Brad Pitt, right. So, and it was so great. There were so many great stories that was going on. Like, like they, one chapter was what they did in Jamaica. And in Jamaica, people were okay because it didn't get there because like everything collapsed and people, but zombies could like walk across the bottom of the ocean. And sometimes zombies would be walking up on the beach. So they just had people with machetes like lining the beach and, 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 and like, um, and like Jamaica, I think it was Jamaica. It's been a long time since I read the book. So if I get this wrong, it was okay because they had just people with machetes on the beach making, chopping them up when they come walking out of the ocean. And and they, it was a just a chapter on that. And these cold opens feel as if they are in that kind of uh, uh, World War Z book kind of, Oh, and this 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 is what happened to this person during the pod. Oh, this is what happened to this person. Like, what? Where were you? Where were you when Kennedy was shot? Kind right. of thing. Well, the the cold opens we've gotten so far are interesting. Is that we've gotten the scientific perspective twice. Right. right. John Hanna played the scientist in the first episode, and he says, like, he's like, this is what can happen, and there's nothing we can do about it, and the people are kind of dismissive about it. And in the second episode, we meet the scientist, the, the lady. And obviously, you know, they, they take her seriously because they bring her in. They're like, you know what this is. You know how to study this. What is this that you see? And her reaction is so real. Like, she, it was so, it was the best. It was she's the best. holding like the, the, the teacup and she's just like, she can't even like. Shaking, can't even put it down. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just, it was a very simple reaction, but it's just like, you know, we, we've been in the in our own pandemic for a good while, and all the scientists knew well before anything happened, and it's just like, yeah. Why, why, don't, why don't these showrunners believe in masks? Really, I'm, I'm a little offended. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at NotAllPods. Visit us on our website at NotAllPodcastWearCapes.com. And send us an email, NotAllPods at gmail.com. Also subscribe and listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Play. Not All Podcasts Wear Capes is a Thaumaturge Wonderworks production. This issue was edited by Andre 3.0 Marks. Should end on that. <laughs> Come on. That was a good one. Let's end on that. That was good. I'm patting myself on the back here. God. <laughs> good job. Good job. Good good uh, one, T. Yeah, good job. All right. All right perfect. We We're stop. just under an hour. <laughs>